I like to write books. But it's not the main thing in my life. I want to read a familiar scripture to you. It comes from Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. It says, But seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given unto you as well. Father in heaven, I do pray that you'll guide us and instruct us and inspire us and change us tonight as we consider your word. For I pray that in Jesus' name. Amen. People sometimes ask me, do you always want to be a writer? And my reply always is, I never wanted to be a writer. And those of you that have been around a few other uh, conferences have heard me tell a story about how I got into writing, and really it's how Janet encouraged me and got into writing. I didn't uh, train to be a writer. I didn't study any uh, writing. I was not an English major. Uh, but that was something that God added to my life. Look at that verse again. You're familiar with it. You know it by heart. Seek you first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. I want to talk about those added things, those given things. What has been given to you? What has been added to your life? For me, writing was one of those added things. Uh, I think Heather mentioned how many books, uh, 60 or so books. And uh, it is at the point where I just have to say 60 or so. I don't know how many. Um, books are kind of funny. They come in print about a year after I finish them. And so, for instance, right at this moment, I have two or three books that have been finished during this past year. They aren't out yet. And in my mind, I've finished those books, but you can't go buy them yet, so I don't know if I've written them or not <laughs> until they're in print. So 60-some books, because that's what I do. Some people ask, why do I write fiction? You know, the best answer I ever found is in uh, Eugene Peterson's uh, paraphrase, The Message. It's in Matthew chapter 13, when the disciples came up and asked Jesus, why do you tell stories? In, in our translations, it says, why do you tell parables? A parable is a story. A story is fiction. So they asked Jesus, why do you tell stories? Jesus replied, you've been given insight in God's kingdom. You know how it works. Not everybody has this gift, this insight. It hasn't been given to them. Whenever someone has a ready heart for this, the insights and the understandings flow freely. But if there's no readiness or any trace, any trace of receptivity soon disappears. And then he concludes with this line. That's why I tell stories to create readiness to nudge people toward receptive insight. I like that. Why do I write fiction? To create readiness to nudge people towards receptive insight of God's truth. God's added writing to my life. That's one of the added things that I have. Some of you that I have known well and have uh, asked me already uh, what kind of things that uh, are, are, are am I working on in a way of uh, writing. And so I thought I'd catch up. I think since last time I was here, about three years ago, 15 or 20 books, Janet and I have written. So we have uh, continued. The series Code of the West is through. There are six books in that series. There's a new Kids series, uh, there are six books in the Lewis and Clark Squad series that, that uh, I finished up. Uh, the uh, Austin Stoner Files, I'm going to talk about those later in the week because that's uh, some of the most fun correspondence I get. 
<laughs> is about uh, uh, Austin Stoner Files series. That series is through. I'm laughing because I had a reporter from Dallas Morning News call me. Recently, the gal wanted to do an interview, and she said, Mr. Bly, before we do the interview, I want to ask you a question. She said, this is just personal. She says, do you know any cowboys in your area like Brady Stoner? And if you do, could I have their phone number? <laughs> I said, you have to wait in line. But I'll talk about that later. The Austin Stoner file uh, series is, is through. Janet and I just concluded, brand new, the third book in the Hidden West series that we wrote together. The first book is Fox Island. I don't think that was out last time. You all know where Fox Island is, across from Tacoma, across the Narrows there. But uh, first was Fox Island. The second was uh, Copper Hill, set down in Jerome, Arizona. The third, Columbia Falls, set in Columbia Falls, Montana, just came out a week or so ago. Uh, that series is uh, now complete. Brand new series called Heroines of the Golden West. The first is Sweet Carolina. There are a few copies of that available. Just a real fun series. The second book in that series called The Marquesa is coming out uh, next month. And I'm looking forward to that. Brand new series called uh, Old California. The first one is The Red Dove of Monterey, or for those that uh, like the uh, Spanish, La Paloma Roja de Monterey. And uh, that's uh, out in the Old California series. Uh, I just, uh, I'm going to have a new series. Just finished the first book in a new series called Fortunes of the Black Hills. Six uh, family saga, historical saga set in uh, Deadwood in the Black Hills region, about starting out in about 1875 and then working on to the turn of the century. Um, those are the, the book that I finished this week is second in Old California series called uh, The Last Swan in Sacramento. And uh, so uh, the books go on. Are there new ideas in the future? Yep, we got some new projects coming up. Uh, one of the new ones Dan and I are looking forward to, we're starting a new one, a series of fiction together uh, called The Carson City Chronicles. And uh, will be set in Carson City, Nevada in 1880. And the first one is Judith and the Judge. And uh, we're, we're going to start working on that one next week as soon as I get this other book done. Writing is an added thing. Something that God has added. It is not the main thing in my life. It's one of those added things. Another added thing in my life uh, are people. I am grateful for all the people that God has added to my life. For all of you, many of you are good friends. We've been together before here at Cannon Beach, and some of you will be good friends by the end of the week, and I uh, look forward to that. All across the country, um, thousands and thousands of people have become uh, good friends, and I appreciate all the people that God has added to my life. I think about... Uh, Danny. Danny runs a bookstore in Malta, Montana, up on the High Line. It is one of the bookstores in the United States that orders Steve Bly books by the case because she likes those books and she promotes those books. And she has a goal. She believes those books will, re will lead her entire family to Christ, most of whom do not know Christ. She was excited when I, we saw her at, in Dallas at Christian Booksellers Association because one of her brothers had come to the Lord through reading those books. And she's just sure that the rest will too sooner or later. I, I appreciate the people God has added to my life. Last year we had a knock on our front door, and a young man named uh, Sergey was there. Sergey is from, uh, well, he, he introduced himself. He said, I want you to know, now he had sort of a broken accent, but he said, I want you to know that I am president of the Wild West Fan Club of Siberia. <laughs> 
We have 200 members. And uh, this was summertime, and he was. He said, I'm vacationing in the States in the summertime because we work in the winter. I said, where? I said, what do you do? He says, I work in oil exploration. The only time we can get out on the tundra is when it's frozen. So we work in the winter. In the summertime, I take vacation, came to the States. I wanted to see all the important places. I wanted to see Tombstone. I wanted to see Deadwood. I wanted to see Dodd City. I wanted to see Steve Bly. I appreciate uh, getting to know Sergio. I think about all the people. You know, almost every week of the year, I think about uh, one of the special people in my life. And the reason I do about every uh, Sunday of the year, think about this one person, because this is the Bible I use when I preach. I'm a pastor in Winchester Community Church, and I preach every Sunday uh, when I'm home. And uh, every Sunday when I open up this Bible, I uh, remember these words that are written on the front here. It says to Steve, Christmas of 1986. Thanks for your ministry with Moody Bible Institute and the strategic part you play in helping families. I appreciate your friendship and the opportunity of working together, praying that 1987 will be a great year for you and Janet in Christ, Jim Gwynn. This is my preaching Bible for uh, for the last uh, 12 years, Jim, and uh, I appreciate Jim being in my life. This summer we had a special time. I'll, I'll kind of explain things as we go along during the week, but we have a lot of par, par of barbecues and potlucks at our place, and I'll explain why in a minute. But uh, just needless to say, we have a lot of people coming over to our house. I had an unusual uh, uh, family come stop by to see us. We often have many people stop by to see us, but this family called us up ahead of time. They planned their summer vacation. They live in Greenville, South Carolina, and they planned their summer vacation to come west to see me. And uh, so they came, and they did a lot of things in northern Idaho, and they came to church on Sunday morning, uh, uh, family and uh, two girls. And uh, the reason they came, main reason they came, is because the 12-year-old girl, Jill, has read all of my books, every book I've ever written. And she just, it's sort of her life goal to come get to see me. And so they took their vacation. And they came, and they were there Sunday morning for church, and I invited them over to the house and visited with them and showed Jill my office and where I write my books. And we were having a barbecue that night, so they stayed, and they were part of the barbecue and, and joined in the fellowship. And uh, as they were going to leave, uh, Jill came and uh, threw her arms around me and hugged me, and she said, I just wanted you to know this is the greatest thing that's ever happened in my whole life in meeting you. Well, one of the things I learned that night that I didn't know before they showed up, Jill's father was telling me that Jill has a um, Jill has a heart condition, a heart defect, and that someday her heart's going to stop, and she's gone, and there's nothing they can do. They had what, Janet, three or four surgeries, and they were all successful, but the aneurysm she has now cannot be. There's no surgical treatment. There's nothing. Just someday she's going to be gone. Until that day, they want her to live a full and enjoy life. And she hugged me and said it was the greatest thing that ever happened in her life. I've never been the greatest thing that ever happened to a 12-year-old girl's life before. And those are the added things. I'm grateful for the people that God has added to my life. They're not the main thing, but they're the added things. Now, I'm grateful, too, for the place that God has added to my life. We live in Winchester, Idaho. Winchester, Idaho has a population of Dave's Choir. (laughs) 
There's 262 people. I bet their Christmas program has more than 262 people uh, involved. Uh, but in Winchester, Idaho, there are 262 people. I like being there. I serve on the city council. I was reelected since three years ago to the city council, ran unopposed. <laughs> I got all the votes but one, but I'm going to talk Janet into it next election. <laughs> I like living in north central Idaho at uh, 4,000 feet elevation in the pine trees next to a lake on the middle of the Nez Perce Indian Reservation. And one of the things that I enjoy is, uh, is on our property we have what we call Broken Arrow Crossing. It's a false front western uh, town, and uh, Mason and, and Betty can tell you about that because they've been over to see it. Uh, but um, we keep adding to it every year. Kind of like a movie set. Uh, we started out just to have a little barbecue pit, but it kind of got carried away. <laughs> and now we have a jail and a fancy faux frog shop and a bank and a, and a drover's cafe and a two-story hotel and a blacksmith shop and newspaper office and a mercantile and a big livery stable now and a few other things in the future. We get uh, tourists by every day because there's not much else to see in Winchester. <laughs> But the place is an added thing. That's not the main thing. That's just something God added to my life. You know, I'm grateful for the family that God has added to my life. Extremely grateful to, for my family. Uh, many of you have uh, been here before, and you know my wife, Janet. But if you don't know her, I married a very beautiful woman of faith and integrity, who is really fun to live with. Would you stand up, Janet? This is my wife, Janet. We have three sons. Our, all of them live in Idaho now, and not very far away from us, about an hour for the married sons. And our oldest now, you've, you folks have been with us for years, but our oldest is now 34. So uh, the years keep going by. And Russ and Lois have uh, two children. Zach is... Uh, Eight and Miranda's going to be seven in just two weeks or so, and our grandchildren. Our second son, uh, Michael, and his wife, Mike's uh, 31, and uh, they live in Lewiston also, have no children. They just moved in this week to a brand new house they built, and uh, we've been down helping build fence and a few other things in Lewiston, Idaho. Our third son uh, is Aaron, who's usually with us. He's not here. He wanted to kind of hang out with a few buddies before he went off to college. He's beginning his first year in college at the Northwest Nazarene College in uh, Nampa, Idaho. And uh, we're proud of Aaron and the hard work and uh, the great uh, scholarships he earned uh, to get to a quality uh, private uh, Christian college. And uh, uh, I'm, I, I'm thankful for the family that I have. But that's something God has added to my life. That isn't the main thing. That's one of the added things. You know, I'm thankful, too, for the, the ministry that God has added to my life. Next week, I just realized this. I didn't even mention it to Janet. But on Labor Day weekend of uh, 1998, makes 25 years of pastoral ministry. Uh, some, uh, and I say pastoral, uh, there was a few years of youth ministry before then, but the pastoral, being the pastor of a church, 25 years 
this next uh, week from tomorrow. I appreciate that. It has been a joy and a delight uh, to get to open up God's Word every Sunday morning, you know, lots of Sunday nights and Wednesday nights and other times, and to be able to preach the gospel. It has been exciting to get to travel to places like Cannon Beach and speak with you. In a few weeks, I'll be uh, flying back to Missouri, Southwest uh, Baptist College, and being able to speak there for a week. And uh, so it goes on and on. I appreciate every opportunity of ministry. I suppose I appreciate most of all Winchester Community Church, where I'm pastor now. Every Sunday morning, there are uh, 50 or 60 or 70 or at Christmas time, maybe 90 people filling, packing the place out. It's the only church in town. And I appreciate getting to minister and be a part of their lives in a, in a very close way as a part of that family. That's where God has called me. But ministry is an added thing. It's a thing given, not the main thing. Now go back in your Bible, or at least in your memory, if you have that verse memorized, and let's remember what the main thing is. But seek first His kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given, or all these things will be added unto you as well. All of those things are added things. We are to be busy seeking God's kingdom first. God has added things to your life too. I know he has added different kinds of things to each of our lives. Sometimes in some seasons he adds more, and sometimes he seems to add less. Some of the things he's added to your life are like the things he added to my life, and some are completely different. But we're all united by the fact that those are the added things. They aren't the main things. The main thing is to seek God's kingdom and his righteousness. During this next week at uh, Cannon Beach, you're going to have opportunity to do all sorts of wonderful things. The, the fellowship and the great meals that are here, to see the town and be on the beach, uh, to, to worship and have uh, the worship leadership here. Uh, those of you who have been here time and again with Krista Week know this, um, but if you are, are don't get to travel very much, and if you haven't been to a place like this very much, I want to say your platform leadership, Dave's leadership and the rest, is the best in the country. We have this week, and you're going to enjoy that, uh, that music ministry this week. There are going to be lots of great things happen. When we get together, and I'm speaking we're going to be seeking first the kingdom. We're going to focus on that main thing. We're going to do that by studying the book of Joshua, some passages from Joshua. So I want you to bring your Bibles and your notebooks, and we're going to be dealing with the main thing. And in the process, we'll talk about some of those wonderful added things that God has brought to us. Every once in a while, we need to be thankful people for the things God has added and then get refocused on the most central thing. Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added unto you. Let's pray.
Father, tonight we need to review the added things in each of our lives. We think about uh, the people here. And if we just started a list of the things you've added to the people that are in this room, oh, Lord, what a glorious list. It would just go on and on and on and on, how you have added this and added that. And if we have good enough memories to think back over the years, Lord, just in our own lives, oh, how many blessings we've had. Lord, we can't count the people that have been a blessing to us. There have been so many. We can't count the opportunities that, that we've had to, to share ministry with others and that others had a chance to share ministry with us. And Lord, if we, we started listing the people that have been important in our life and that you've added, oh, the list would go on and on and on and on and on. Lord, you have been so busy adding things to our life. We're grateful. We're grateful for the, the skills and the talents we're grateful for the people and the places and the things. We're grateful for the families that you've added to us. We're grateful for all of those ministry opportunities. And Lord, we need to say thank you for those. And I pray that each of us will spend a moment or two as we're walking along that beautiful beach that you created. Maybe we'll spend a moment or two reviewing some of the added things that you brought to us. And we'll have grateful hearts. And Father, as we contemplate on those things right now and in the time to come, I want to pray that we can remember the important thing. Get back to the main thing. Help us to realize that what you want us to do is seek first your kingdom, your righteousness. You'll take care of the added things. And oh my, what a good job you do. So help us, Lord, to uh, use this week wisely, to uh, live it to the fullest, to enjoy your abundance in friends and family and fun and all of the time that we have together, but to also sort out some spiritual priorities so that we get refocused on the main thing. For I pray that in the strong name of Jesus.